We're going to get started in just a second. Kelsey, I see you on my screen. Do you mind doing a blog post in the community page and in the free community page with the link so folks know to get their booties over here? Um, my name is Allison Patty. Today we're talking about, we're doing really this series of coaching in January because we believe that people need coaching like crazy, right? Like who doesn't need that right now? Like a season. Can everybody hear me? Okay. Everybody good. Okay. So um, we have done a set of series of posts um, to really um, help you see the cycle of January. And this is what we know. We know that a ton of people start their health journeys in January. And we know about this time, kind of life gets real and people start saying some mean stuff to themselves, right? Is that happening? Anybody, is that happening to anyone? Is anyone like 100% rocking and rolling? Type in the chat. On a scale of one to 10 with 10 being perfection and zero being like, I'm in the weeds, man. Like, where do you feel like you're at with your health goals today, January 10th? Got a couple sixes, got a nine, got a 10. That's right on, Kelsey. Got a six, four and a half. So listen, this isn't about shame and blame. It's about awareness. It's about really taking a minute to stop and just think about like, where am, where am I right now? Why am I here? And then make the steps necessary to move forward. And good for you guys. You guys all have a coach. You have an amazing community. If you're on one of our paid programs, you have your nutrition done for you. Hello, lose 10 pounds a month. Who's on track to lose 10 pounds this month or more? Type it in the chat. Want to see that? Liz is on track to lose 10 pounds this month. Chris, Sarah. Yeah, our clients lose 10 pounds a month. The nutrition's done for you. So this is the thing. This week we're talking about, last, last week we talked about goals. And I know sometimes people give the big old eye roll with the goals because this is, this is, <laughs> these are the hard facts. Like very few people actually have goals. And then of the people who actually have goals, only like 3% of them actually write them down. So I'm going to say that again. Very few people take the time to have a goal. Like they sort of think about it. They're like, yeah, I'm going to lose weight this year. Or, um, you know, I'm going to make more money. But they don't take the time to actually figure out what specifically needs to happen. And, <laughs> excuse me, and only 3% of people write them down. So I'm going to guide you back right now. If you haven't had a chance in our free community at the very top of the page, I'm going to show you what it looks like on my phone. And if you're a paid client and you're not in the free community, you can look at the pinned post in the client page and there's a link for you to go add yourself. But when you're on the page, you'll see 
this post right here is what you want to click. It's right at the top. And it has a link to all the PDFs, the schedule, and everything we're going to be doing in January to serve you. Okay. So last week, again, we talked about goal setting. And this week, we're talking about the mindset or the psychology behind staying the course. Because we know this of the few people who write their goals down and have goals. A lot of people about this time, mid January, studies show that 90% of us have already given up. And so I'm going to ask the question again, just because I, just because we've had so many more people join us. On a scale of one to 10, really with like zero being, I'm in the weeds, I'm completely off course, I don't know what's happening, right? And a 10 being that I am just in perfection with my health goals, I'm rocking and rolling. Where would you really rate yourself today, January 10th? By January 15th, I think it's something like 90% of goal setters have given up. I'm going to check the chat. A six, six or seven, nine, 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 seven, eight, 10, 10, 10, 10. I love it. Yes, girl. Yes. And how many of you, type a one in the chat, another 10. I love this. Um, type a one in the chat if you are on par this month to lose 10 pounds this month on one of our nutrition plans. Sarah Miller, Laura Hurd, iPhone. Oh my God, so many people. The chat's like, all y'all are going to lose 10 pounds this month. Congratulations. Sarah, my friend Sarah's here. You guys have um, heard from Sarah Miller before. She's one of our master coaches, an amazing human. Sidebar, personal information. She and I had our babies together. We were pregnant together. And Sarah's here. She is going to be helping me coach you guys on, yes, what, like, Sarah, what would you say to someone who's like, I don't have my goals, right? Or um, I don't have my paperwork done. Where would you, where would you help guide them um, today in defining their course? Yes. And for those of our paid clients, um, element one in your life book Dr. Anderson goes into this. So you can interchange your why with your goals. Um, so we have access, we all have access, whether you're a paid or unpaid client to the amazing, incredible goal workbook. Do it, do it, just do it. Yeah, um, where would they find it, Sarah? Just in case they didn't hear hear my voice. Um, it is also in a pinned in that pinned post from Jan the January 3rd PDF. Um, yep. so you'll just be able to go and download it directly from there. Um, and regardless, if you've done element one, I would really suggest still filling out that goal workbook because it goes into a lot of information and there's a lot of prompts to help you also identify thoughts that you're having about them. Um, but the reasons why you need to have a why or need to have a very specific goal is because that is what will get you and keep you on the path that you're going. Um, especially if you entered this season, this journey um, with that kind of mindset of I should do this or I need to do this or my husband told me I need to do something or my wife encouraged me. You have to get 
to that place deep inside of yourself where you are excited, where you are motivated to get up and contend every day and getting in front of that why or that goal is what will get you to that place. Yeah. And Sarah, do you keep your why or your goal like in a spot where you can see it or do you go to it? Like, tell us a little bit about you because Sarah, she is on path on path to lose 10 pounds this month. She's rocking and rolling with her health. How do you stay motivated and connected to your why and to your goal, Sarah? I start my day reviewing it. Um, that, that is how it, the day, your day can get away from you really fast. And if you're not focused on what you're wanting to accomplish, like raise your hand, whose day can go upside down by before your kids ever get out of the house to go to school. The plumber is here right now. So yes. Um, Yeah. Uh, So it just like prepping yourself before it all hits the fan of what am I, what are my intentions for today? What am I contending for? You have to be in the mix of that. Yeah. And when you can do it from a place where you're not emotionally spent Um, you can really connect with that and kind of set yourself on fire. I love it. So yeah. And so you check it out in the morning. So obviously you have it written down and that's really powerful for you. Some other things are, you could put it in your phone in a past life before I wrote my goals down, I would speak them to myself and I would listen to my voice in the morning. So if you're not a writer or a reader, it doesn't mean that this isn't available to you. It's just a different format that you would want to use. Like maybe it's a podcast in your ears, or maybe it's a way of recording yourself, or maybe it's a vision board of like a lot of pictures, right? Um, and I kind of oscillate back and forth between them, but I do the same thing as Sarah. I sit down in the morning and I read it out loud to myself because man, saying it out loud makes it like so much more real. I love it. Thanks. Thanks, Sarah. So now that someone has the course, because again, today we're talking about the mindset of staying the course, but the course, again, knowing where you're going, the map of where you're going is having a goal, some type of written or verbal goal um, and having your why established. And so now that you have the course, what's next about that, Sarah? Like what can, what can we expect? Um, Well, we make our habits and then our habits make us. So no, you have to, again. we make our habits and then our habits make us make who we are and what we do. Um, so this program is helping you create and establish habits for optimal health. Um, and there's a ton of tools and you got to rely on the tools as you're creating these habits So I would love to hear in the chat, like, what tools are you using in this process? We have a ton. This is one of them. You have your health coach. You got your timer. You've got fuelings, journaling. I love that, Kaylee. Um, You got your life book. Self-evaluations, that kind of ties in with journaling, Kaylee. Do you guys, have you checked out the self-evaluations that we have? Community, yes. Community is top for me. The app, Laura, that's great. Um, So as you're creating those habits, relying on tools that will help you be successful until they're really deeply established. 
And then eventually it's kind of what you do more and more and you don't have to think about it and you don't have to rely on those tools quite so much. Yeah. I love that. It's interesting. Like even as a health coach, it's not that I'm perfect um, because I'm not, (laughs) but water is something that water and journaling are just like super habit for me now. They just always happen. Yeah. Water is the same for me too. I just do it. It's who I am at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. So I love that. So now that we know the course, Sarah, we know that our brain is this big thinking being that tries to take us off course all day, every day. In fact, this morning, um, I woke up at five and I meet my girlfriend and we go to the gym. And again, I'm an athlete. I'm a health coach. I just don't like the gym. And every time my alarm goes off for the gym, if it's for running, I'm like, yeah, let's have some fun. But I know to be a good runner and a healthy runner, I need to lift weights too, especially as an aging woman. But my alarm goes off and I'm like, no, like, and I know my girlfriend doesn't want to go either. We don't love it. So it's very, I could easily be like, I'm not going today. And she would be like, okay, good. Or vice versa. But it's something that I have to tell myself. No, future Allison, who's on the mountain this summer, she lifts weights so that I don't get injured. Yeah. So I anticipate I kind of call myself on my BS every morning because every, the, the mornings I wake up and it's like, it's time to go to the gym. I'm like, I don't want to, maybe I should sleep in. Maybe sleeping is more healthy than lifting weights. Like my brain tells me all kinds of fun stuff. Um, so how do people like really learn to anticipate those obstacles, Sarah, as they come up for them? Um. A lot of people have mentioned it, but journaling, kind of knowing yourself, and that takes time. Um, if you never stop to slow down in your day, you are just kind of on autopilot and you're reacting to the stimulus around you. You have to create space to think about your thoughts. And look, we all have all lived in, in our own heads for a lot of years, <laughs> And we have reoccurring thoughts. We have reoccurring cycles, reoccurring seasons. So you can not even spend that much effort and think about, okay, what is, what is my typical cycle around my health? What what often trips me up? Is it a seasonal thing? Is it a is it an emotional set off from your partner, from your kids, or your family, or this one friend, or? work the weekends and then have a plan to get you back on track, have a plan to create success in that unstable time. Yeah. So like really what I'm hearing you say is taking the time to understand like this is my goal. This is what I'm saying I'm going to do. But I know that these thoughts about it are going to come up like, hey, you should sleep in. You went to bed late last night. You're fine the way you are. You don't need to lift weights. Run, you run. You're fine. I'm fine the way I am. But when you come back to your paperwork, you're like, no, I said I don't want to be injured and I want to feel strong. And so what's a what's a goal that you have, Sarah, that you have to consciously coach yourself on? Or maybe because you're a health coach, you're perfect. 
No, (laughs) I am far from perfect. Um, And for me, it it is staying on my nutrition plan. Um, And it, look, I, I just went through menopause. It's like I, my brain offered me some amazing excuses and reasons about why I don't need to contend for my health anymore because, because of all the things, um, it's harder. Why should I, I, you know, like I could just let it go. That's what a lot of people do. Enjoy life, take it easy, but that's not where I want to be. I want to, I was 40 when I had my kid. I, I want to be an active grandma, you know, so I can tap into that energy, not just an active grandma. I want to be able to participate with my boy in life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so tapping into that and really reminding myself that like one of my daily mantras is what I want long-term, what I, not what I want right now, because it is like, I am, I'm a powerful thinker, man. I can come up with some of the best ideas about why I should have X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. and how it's okay. Yeah. But that's not moving me towards the active grandma and the, the mama that participates in, and rides bikes with her kid. Right. And I think it's interesting too, Sarah, for those of you um, listening or catching the replay that you know, even Lamps Armstrong, or I'm trying to think of the other day I was talking about Jillian Michaels, like these people who are the epitome of health, they are still contending, anticipating obstacles. You aren't just some healthy person and you stay there. You're either moving forward or backwards, right? And so even Jillian Michael, Jillian Michaels, who I think is just such a babe, right? Every day she has these thoughts that she has to say like, no, stop it. I'm whatever age. And I, this, this is what I'm doing because these are my goals. So, um, I think it's really interesting how our brains give us the out all the time, right? It's kind of like the fast pass. Like you can get off the freeway if you want and, The reason why people don't write and stick to goals is because they do, they take the, they take the exit because it's, it's easier. Um, And your brain consciously directs you to take the exit, right? Why does it do that, Sarah? (laughs) Well, that's human nature that our brain is designed to keep us comfortable. It's designed to seek pleasure. It's designed to avoid pain. Right. Um, But the more you do what is in line with your goals, the more small wins you have, the more wins you're going to have, the more you, um, lose trust in yourself, that voice of it's okay. I can't do it. This is not for me. Everybody, it works for everybody else. It's not going to work for me. That voice gets louder. So whichever voice you're feeding, whichever voice is winning is the stronger one in your ear. Mm, I love that. Haley, I see your hand raised. What's going on? Oh, this is like so good. It's like this constant conversation that we all have going on in our head. Like, like, how am I not going to bed at like six o'clock at night? Because it's just like, there's just so much of this 
gobbledygook that's filling our brains and trying to give us the easy way out with basically everything that we set a goal to. And this, this saying has been with me for like the last month. I just heard it from one of our other personal development leaders that we work with. And it was in regards to obstacles and challenges. And basically she was just referencing like that obstacle or that challenge that you seem to meet every single time. Once you address it and start to work through it, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to equal unhappiness. Mm. Like, I think we're so afraid of like, oh my gosh, but that's hard. I can't do this. This is and in your brain's going to offer you, like Sarah said, like the easier way out. But the the minute you start to challenge that thought and say, actually, no, I can do hard stuff. I can meet resistance and go head on. And the minute you start to accept that and start to recognize that you can do hard things, you're going to find even more joy on the other side of that. Dude, I love it. And you know, Kaylee, you and I have a lot of conversations about this because Kaylee and I work together um, and I'm blessed to be able to mentor her. And sometimes she'll say something to me and like in our coaching relationship and she'll be like, well, it doesn't work this way or I can't do that or we can't, Bob. And I'm like, well, how, how could we? And it's just a simple reframe. And Kaylee, could you maybe speak on that about what, what you're saying right now? Like, about the obstacle. Like, yeah, it might seem like this 15 foot wall, but. Yeah. I mean, I just think that, and there's a lot to that, that you could unpack, but basically you're not going to be able to start to reframe and retrain your brain until you start to do the hard things. And the more you're willing to do the hard things of like recognizing, you know what I recognize right now that I don't want to do this and getting some clarity on like why you don't want to do it. But as you start to start to move forward in little tiny micro wins at a time and recognizing, you know what, this is hard, but I can do hard things like challenge that thought, like think about how many other hard things you've done in your life. Right. But by choosing to, by by choosing to navigate it and recognizing like, yeah, I don't want to do this, but what if you did and what's going to be on the other side of that obstacle, it's not going to be anything negative. It's going to be something positive for you. So good. Yeah. And I love that. I I love that like tied in with that thought as we so often think about um, at first what we're losing and I'm just going to go to food because, because that's an easy um, analogy, but I can't have this anymore. Like I can't have ice cream anymore, but you can eventually, if that's a choice that you make, but instead of focusing on that, you can focus on, but I can have the energy to show up really well for my family. I will be able to engage, um, in a confident manner with my partner. And if you like switch lanes and start focusing on all of the things that you will have, that you do have that, that future self is able to do those Things that were meaningful to you in that past, you aren't really meaningful anymore. Dude, Mike, drop. I love it. So just to really tie this up, having a written plan, a verbal plan, some type of clear map that your brain can see is the number one strategy for you in goal setting. Otherwise, your brain, the beast that it is, 
mm-hmm. makes up all these fun ideas. We should go right. We should go left. We should go under the bridge. How about we just like burn it down and go over it? If you don't know exactly where you're going, your brain is going to offer you some very interesting thoughts because you are a human and welcome to the human experience. So truly love yourself enough to get it on paper. Our goal paperwork, listen, us master coaches, we pay thousands and thousands of dollars to work with the best coaches in the world, right? I'm going to say that again. We pay thousands and thousands of dollars. Optivia doesn't pay us to do that. We do that on our own because we feel so passionate about it. And that goal paperwork was reworked from some of the best in all of the land. And so these in these resources, for those of you who are in our accountability group, dude, it's free, right? And for those of you who are a paid client, it's free for you too, because the only thing you pay for are your fuelings. So really just want to encourage you to check that out um, and to really understand the course. And the other part you want to pay attention to is on the SMART goal paperwork, we guide you, your master coach team, we guide you on here to say, hey, what kind of stuff is your brain going to offer you? What obstacles are going to come up? Because they are going to come up, right? They always do, always, because again, you're a human. And so if you can learn to have a strategy in place before the obstacle happens, first of all, you get to come to it with self-love because you're like, oh, hey there. Yeah, I knew knew you were going to say that, but I got a plan for that, right? And sometimes you're going to succeed at this and sometimes you're going to crash and burn. Just collect the data and notice like, oh, I did that really well. Um, And if you crash and burn, bring it to your coach or bring it to our community and be like, I have a plan for my obstacles, but I'm still sucking at it. And that's when your coach and your community is going to be like, well, maybe you haven't identified the correct obstacle. And that's where high level coaching comes in, right? Is helping you identify the right obstacle and the right strategy. And um, that's really what we do and where we shine and align. Um, And then the next thing is, is really getting clear on anticipating those obstacles. And then Sarah, I know you had a couple tips for us that um, when an obstacle does happen and we fall down, what are, what are kind of some things that we can come back to, to help us get our sea legs again? Yes. So life will always happen. And when life really happens, we will revert back to the habits that are most ingrained. And so a lot of those aren't our newly created habits. So you have to have a plan to rebound from that. Um, Stay involved in the community, even when you reach your goal. And let me like, let me say that for the back row, you never reach your goal. You never reach your optimal health goal. There is always a next goal. There is always something else because if you say I've reached it, your brain is going to shut off and you're going to go boom back to your original habits. Your brain, you always have to have that structural tension moving you forward. So you might have reached your health weight loss goal, but what's next? We have lots of micro habit, macro habits, and then get into the micro habits and tune them until you are like the Jillian Michaels, if that's your thing. Mm -hmm. But um, stay in the community. If you fall down, reach back out to your coach. 
there, there, it's like, it's a lifetime guarantee. If for some reason your coach isn't there, there will be another coach there for you. Um, you got the life book, you got the, the habits of health book, stay engaged. And if you have an accountability partner, like be open with them, be transparent, be vulnerable. And if you want to take it to the highest level, become a health coach, because that is like, that's your sea legs right there, Allison. It is. I love it that you reminded people of that. Yeah. And if coach freaks you out, you can be a health guide. Like obviously we all work together, but really one of the best things to solidify your success that keep you in the community, that keep you coaching, that keep you coming to these calls is because you know, your clients are on them and it's really beautiful uh, tension for accountability. So I'm not perfect. No, nor am I. (laughs) All right, you guys, I hope this served you today. We're so grateful for each of you. If there's someone you know who you think could really benefit a hello, like everyone in your world um, from our community right now, you can add people in actually anytime you can add people into our free community and they get this coaching. They get the, they get everything except for the fuelings, right? And so if there's someone in your world who's been asking you, connect with your coach, get them into our free community, and let's start serving them. One, because we love referrals. It's the best compliment in the world. But really, truly, it's really about you. Because when you have healthy friends and family, it's easier for you to stay the course. Kaylee and I are personal friends. Sarah and I are personal friends. And when we're together on the weekends or on girl trips, can you imagine what that's like? to be around people when it's not like we nerd out and talk about obstacles, right? But it is an elevated mindset and it's very, very powerful and it protects the integrity of your own health journey. So you want healthy friends, not to hit food out of your hand and yell at you. I ate tater tops this weekend. It's totally fine, right? Um, But having healthy friends means you don't eat tater tots at every meal. All right. I hate to end it on that because tater tots are good, but you get what I'm saying. (laughs) You guys have an amazing week. Um, Looking forward to serving you inside the community. Bye, guys.